2: Prime
3: headlines is brought to you by. Don't take risks. Use
4: a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time.
5: Some spices, yes (laughs) sir.
6: Live on DSTV Channel 421, GoTV Channel 125, around the world on MajorOnline.com and all our social media platforms. This is Johnny's Prime with me, Samuel kojo Brace, Coming up, this uh, minority describes as reckless the position of the Electoral Commission that it will not amend its proposed CI, which makes the Ghana card the sole identity document to register as a voter. Also coming up here, human rights groups and activists outraged at a viral video in which a woman is stripped naked, molested and beaten by some resident of a community in the Upper East region. Police says they have arrested for suspect, but the activist wants speedy prosecution. Also, President Kufado assures of government's commitment to sustaining power supply despite current energy crisis as he commissions a 161 kilovolt power plant here in Accra. We have Prime Business at 8 p.m. with Beverly Broome.
7: Real sector activities record mixed performance as labour demand falls more from a report by the Bank of Ghana.
8: Later on, Razak Musbah will join us for Prime Sports. Defender Gideon Mensah ruled out the Stars score as team trains today ahead of clash against Madagascar in the African qualifiers. This is the home of independent, fearless, and credible
6: journalism. Please stay with us for details.
9: Join News Prime Headlines was brought to you by. Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked off Malaya one time. Some
7: spices. Yes, sir.
6: A showdown is expected in Parliament if the Electoral Commission proceed to lay its proposed constitutional instrument without amending it to add other identity document as part of, apart from the Ghana card, as a sole identity document, And speaking to join News, Director of Electoral Services of the EC, Dr. Srebo Kweku insisted that they will not heed the unanimous decision of Parliament to amend the proposed CI, but the minority says this position is reckless. We'll hear from the minority shortly, but first, Dr. Srebo Kweku. One
10: of it is to, for us to cruise at three o'clock, because we realize that most of the elections by one o'clock we're almost done, and people... Do a lot of things under cover of darkness. So we are thinking that if you have to reduce the number of voters per polling station down again, people say we have to have about 2,000 per police station. In 2020, the maximum was for 749. But if you can even bring that one down again, so that we can close around three o'clock. So you know, there are some of the reforms may need legislative backing. Backing. So we may have to revise the CI. Some of them are just administrative. If we can for example the the female one is more for administrative mm. because the commission that determines so that the positive will turn by the electoral commission so that we can determine we can put this here or we can also use additive procedure but if the timing for the voting that one is in the, it's a legal issue so you have to change the law
6: uh, the minority have described as reckless the position of the Electoral Commission that it will not amend its proposed CI, which makes the Ghana card a sole identity document to register as a voter. Parliamentary Affairs correspondent Kwaku Sante reports. Only last week,
2: the minority leader, Dr. Kiselato Fosin, had told journalists both the NPP and the NDC MPs will come together to annul the proposed CI if it's laid without the amendment proposed by Parliament.
11: To them clearly but our views are referencing that of the CI. We expect them to factor them into the final CI to be submitted. If for any reason they think that that is not uh, uh, the views of the EC and they want to still bring it back, uh, it doesn't mean what they will be bringing to Parliament will be accepted by us. Our position is clear on this matter, so we'll wait for further engagement on this matter.
2: But it appears the EC is hell-bent on going through Parliament with the proposed CI without the amendments proposed by MPs. Well, NDC MP for North Tong, Samuel Samo says the EC will be reckless
12: if it does not heed to the cause from Parliament. Tribu statements are most uh, unfortunate and uh, reckless. It's important for him to recognize that the Parliament of Ghana is not a rubber stamp. It's not some dumping ground where you can just bring any CI here and, uh, and think that it would be passed as you want it. That is why there is the pre-laying process which has been in existence uh, for decades. And uh, as the right Honorable Speaker has said, Parliament will assert its authority. And remember that this is a resolution by the House. All sides of the House. The NDC caucus and the MPP caucus united. There was not a single dissenting view on the matter. So, uh, I wonder how the Electoral Commission is going to railroad, take over Parliament, usurp our legislative authority, and have their CI passed. Mm -hmm. They are just setting the stage for a conflagration, which is totally avoidable. Mm -hmm. That should not be the approach. So, uh, yes, the Electoral Commission is independent, but being independent, does not mean you shouldn't also respect the authority and independence of other arms of government.
2: A showdown is now expected in Parliament if the Electoral Commission forces its way through to lay its proposed constitutional instrument which will make the Ghana card the sole identity document to register as a voter. The minority have always served notice, and they were able to get the buy-in of their majority colleagues in recommending to the EC that other identity documents should not be used. As we've heard from the EC, they are not going to listen to that and they are going to put the CI before Parliament in its current form. Well, both sides are now jeering up that if the EC comes before them without amending and making the guarantor a source of identity, then the EC will face some challenges. Reporting for join news, Kwaku Asante, Parliament House, Accra.
6: Now, Parliament will be probing the killing of five persons by the police in Botiano here in the greater Accra region. The police describe the persons killed as suspected land guards who opened fire on the police first. Some MPs, including MP for the area, Sylvester Tete, have been disputing the account of the police, prompting the Speaker to make this order for a parliamentary investigation. Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Koko has a story.
2: Of Parliament, Botiano English Yaman from Sylvester Tete called for calm in the face of the killings and called on Parliament to investigate the claims of the police. Mr. Speaker,
12: on behalf of my constituents, we are calling on Parliament to institute. An inquiry into the matter because the chiefs and people of Botiano and Kokobite have rejected the claim by the police. We believe strongly that an inquiry could bring out the truth of this matter and bring calm to the people of my constituency. I will also urge the people of Botiano, Kokobite, and the surrounding communities to remain calm and continue to be law-abiding as we allow them relevant state agencies to take up the matter and ascertain the veracity or otherwise of the claim.
2: ranking member on the defense and interior committee James Agalga, argued that even if the deceased persons were land guards it was not up to the police to kill them.
12: If it is indeed true that the five persons were actually involved in land guard related activities was it for the police to shoot them to death Or to attempt to apprehend them and bring them to justice. Mr. Speaker, I think that the proper thing that ought to have been done in the circumstances was for the police to have attempted to apprehend the suspects because our criminal jurisprudence is grounded on the presumption of innocence.
13: MP
2: for Ibu South, Samuel Atatia, explained that a parliamentary probe is necessary because the police cannot be trusted to investigate itself. So
13: the the police service
4: inquiries are not enough. But if it becomes a parliamentary inquiry, then they have a new set of um, uh, individuals, members of parliament, uh, probing the matter. That is when the members of parliament can finger waywardness in the name of policing and then um, deal with the the officers who, by every um, uh, calculation, may be responsible for unlawful killings of individuals.
2: The second deputy speaker of parliament was presiding ordered the investigation to be completed and a report submitted to parliament within a month.
14: Becoming one repetitive. So we are making the referral to the Committee of Defence and Interior and we are asking leadership of constitutional and parliamentary uh, affairs to also join the the Defence and Interior Committee to look into this matter and report back by the end of this month. Rankin, you right are here, I'm giving timelines. By the end of this month, we should have the report so that Parliament can take up it.
2: In the last few years, cases involving the police and the alleged killing of persons they have termed as suspects have come up strongly before Parliament MPs have asked Parliament to investigate these claims that have been leveled against the Ghana Police Service. Parliament has now referred this to the Constitutional Parliamentary Legal Affairs Committee as well as the Defence and Interior Committee to look into it. There are those who have concerns that Parliament should not be the forum for such investigations and that they need to be an independent police ombudsman who's supposed to be investigating some of these so-called police excesses. But for now, The police are going to deal with this issue by responding to the parliamentary summons to investigate these claims. Reporting for Joy News, Kwikwa Asante, Parliament House, Accra.
6: Now, away from Parliament, human rights groups and activists are outraged and fuming over a viral video in which a woman is stripped naked, molested, and beaten by some resident of Kupelga in the Upper East region. Although police says it has arrested four persons in connection with what it describes as inhumane and degrading, the human rights activists want speedy prosecution. We'll be hearing from them shortly, but first, Maxwell Agbagba has watched the distressing video and uh, describes what he saw. Max? How can you get us to appreciate what you saw in the video?
4: Well, um, in the video, um, Grace, um, a woman is stripped naked, and she sits on the bare floor um, in just a bra, no underwear. Um, at a point, what we see is that the residents, men, women, children, gathered around her, filming her. At a point, she tries to cover her nakedness um, by crossing her legs. But the um, angry residents uh, pulled her legs apart exposing her private spot and then they started um, filming at a point we see what appears to be um, a horse whip. One of the residents actually used that horse whip to hit the face of the um, victim at that point she used her hand she uses her hand to cover um, her face to soothe the pain that after she moved it, it was just her bloody face that you know we saw um, just when she was on the um, floor, um, wondering in trepidation what was happening around her. Um, another man slapped her you know, um, in the face. Uh, but she was able um, to grab the courage and then run away um, from the scene naked with a blinded face.
6: It's a really a distressing experience there. Now, mm-hmm. the Ghana police says it has arrested four persons in connection with the act. Police earlier are sure the perpetrators will be punished. But um, Mark Shalakbaba, you, you still have details with a particular statement from the Ghana Police Service. What does it say?
9: Exactly,
4: Grace. Um, so we are told by the Ghana Police Service that these suspects were arrested in an intelligence-led operation um, that happened this dawn. A source very close to the Ghana Police Service tells us that it happened sometime around 3 a.m. And the Inspector General of Police and the Police Hierarchy were awake to make sure that um, these suspects, these perpetrators uh, were arrested. We are told that they are currently in the custody um, of the police. We are also told that the police has deployed a team of um, psychologists to provide some kind of psychosocial support um, for the victim we are talking about here at the
6: I'm right, grateful to you, Maxwell Agaba, for joining us the now. Yes. President Ekufado has assured of government's commitment to sustaining power supply despite the current energy crisis. The president gave the assurance that the commissioning of a 161 kilovolt across central box supply point. Uh, plant on Tuesday morning. The $40 million is a gas insulated substation that is expected to boost power supply for production in the central business district Accra. There is more in the following report.
15: The $40 million partnership agreement was signed in 2015 between the government of Ghana and the government of Japan to construct their across central bulk supply point through the Japan International Cooperation Agency. Speaking at the commissioning of the facility, the chief representative of JICA Ghana office, Suzuki Momoko, said the aim of the project is to add some 161 kilovolts to available power supplies to the Central Business District fiscal year 2021
1: escuchas ese rugido sientes la experiencia de poder la emoción de la libertad Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva RAM 1500 hecha para vivir. RAM es una marca registrada de FCA US El
7: electricity demand of Accra Metropolis reached 923.7 megawatts compared to 776 megawatts in 2018. This project the Accra Central Box Supply Point is the main substation supplying electricity to Accra Central Business District, supporting the growing demand of its electricity.
15: Board Chairman of GridCo Company, Ambassador kabir Blay Amir, noted that the new facility is the fourth box supply point to be commissioned under the supervision of GridCo.
16: Today's commissioning of the Accra Box Supply Point is the fourth major substation of WECO to be commissioned by the Presidency in the last 18 months. On October 20th, 2021, the President commissioned the Pukwasi BSP and just a year ago, in June 2022, the Vice President, Dr. Mahamud Baumia, commissioned the Uttramodin Kaswa Substation. Then on 16th October 2022, the President commissioned the all-important strategic Kumasi Kintapo-Bogataga 330 KV transmission line at Ahumaso in Ashanti region. This is a project that has positively impacted supply of electricity in Ashanti and neighboring regions and boosted power supply to regions in the north and beyond to Burkina Faso.
15: In his address, President Tukufwadu underscored the relevance of the facility
17: to business development in the Central Business District. A visit to Accra's historic Central Business District imprints on the mind the ubiquitous, industrious, hard-working women of Mokola, the strong drive of Kantamantu and Okanshi traders, and the output of several major corporate entities. The power needs of Accra Central Business District have important implications for our economy. The benefits of this Accra Central bulk supply point, amongst others, are 1. To reduce transmission and distribution losses. 2. Ensure high reliability of electricity supply. And 3. Ensure a high level of personnel safety. Now, with the operationalization of the Accra Central Bulk Supply Project, power voltages have become stable. He also
15: assured of government's commitment to keep power transmission on in the face
17: of the current energy crisis. I want to reassure all of you that my government will continue to work towards keeping the lights on in spite of the global dynamics of energy pricing because the alternative is not an option. We are not going back to do so. We'll leave that to President (laughs) Mahama. I'm convinced and confident that our nation is on the right path. Despite our challenges and with God on our side, I have the firm belief that we should succeed in this enterprise.
15: The plant, in its full operation capacity, will augment the government's efforts to meet the growing power demand of the national capital. James Avedge's report, read to you.
6: Now, traders encroaching roads leading to the Swami Runabout have been asked to vacate their spaces to pave way for the construction of the forty Swami interchange project. Struck by calls to begin the long-awaited project, the Municipal Assembly says the government is committed to fulfilling its promise and will not delay. firms in Anabuachi Yadam reports that contractors have moved on site and have begun the preliminary stage of construction.
18: Cedent Akufuado on October 18, 2022, cut out for construction works to begin on the Swami Interchange Project. But the construction site soon turned into a hideout for hooligans after the runabout was cordoned. Residents for several months bemoaned the state of the Swami Interchange project site. After months of setbacks, contractors are on site to begin the project. Municipal Coordinating Director John Senyakon says the government is fully committed to ensuring the completion of the project.
13: Um, we are on course. The project has commenced. The contractor has moved to size. Um, they are the preliminary level, so they are clearing the the the, the sideways for the projects to commence. So I can see that the much awaited project is, is now commencing. Already, has more than it's about eight months since the president broke the ground. So mm-hmm. no further delays. The contractor is on site and. We really have to help him with this exercise for the, for the work to move on.
18: According to Mr. Nyako, our coaches will be affected by the demolition exercise to pave the way for the project.
13: Now that the contractor is moving to site, everything is on course, what probably would delay the project is the demolition. And that is why we are appealing to people to live on their own accord. Otherwise, we normally see when persuasion fees, it is the force that must be applied. But we don't want to get there. We have engaged them. We have given them the platform to live on their on on their own. Like I said, this engagement has started more than eight months, but we are still engaging them, even to the extent that now that we are starting the project, we still want to do series of announcements to ensure that they have left on their own. Some motorists are hopeful the project takeoff will not suffer delays.
2: When this government came, uh, it promised the people of Kumasi, the people of Ashanti that it's going to do this in its first term, but it didn't. And this is the time now, though it's better late than never. But I believe that that if it had been done earlier, it would have been very best for, for the people of Kumasi. You, you and for I know audience. that it's, it's it down, it's carries some political report. weight and uh, they think they can get something
6: out of it come to the24 if they complete
2: the project at any time soon it will really help us Ashanti region really needs this project because we are suffering some cars are struggling to use this road I'm a bitch, I'm It's a
6: that you know. wa no, my so.
18: Effective June 14th, traders occupying all five major road networks leading to the Swami runabouts would have to evacuate for the long-awaited Swami Interchange project. The project is now at its preliminary stage and is expected not to exceed government's initial 36-month proposal. For Joy News, Nana Bwata Yadom report
6: yeah and here in Accra, i cry i'm samuel kojo braces to so Watching enjoy prime we'll take a quick break we'll be back with more
2: Say no, not-
7: has it that malaria is one of the most deadliest diseases in this part of the world? So, whenever you're feeling cold, feverish, nausea, or fatigue, get tested. If it is malaria, do not worry, I have good news
19: for you. Lawrence, Lawrence, let's all
4: Eye- malaria's remedy is lunat
10: therefore we're gonna use lunat to recover you have malaria yes please are you shivering yes yes you got chills yes take yes. lonat first day, low-nut. Low-nut. Let's day low-nut. take lonat
5: second day take lonat third day
18: <Luck-ablo-�osexualosium> take lonature of- no nut scatter scatter malaria lunat no, it is scatter malaria
7: a quality product from blaze gvs Pharma. Uh-huh.
5: Oh, I, a, a cou- Salary account, oh, bro. G. With the EcoBank salary account, you will enjoy free life insurance, oh, free debit card save while you spend, and an amazing chance to double your salary, a whole and even more consolation rewards in the EcoBank double salary promo. Reloaded, Ecobank okay. free. this
3: EcoBank salary account sounds interesting. What do you think? Uh,
5: uh, yeah.
20: But maybe next time, Charlie, you know what? I'll go shine my shoe. Hey.
2: Yo, myself, I'll go check my BB.
21: Open an EcoBank salary account today For a lifetime of benefits You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary In the Bank Double Salary Promo Reloaded From now till July 31st Terms and oh conditions boy, apply well,
4: and life oh,
22: man man under the supervision the of
23: the National Lottery's Authority Under the Platform.
24: my name is tina i am a person living with hiv i got to know my hiv status after i gave birth and lost the child because of hiv in those days Prevention of mother-to-child transmission services had low patronage due to fear and stigmatization. Today, many HIV-positive women have delivered negative children. I follow the guidelines and take my HIV medicine called ARVs every day as prescribed by my doctor. This makes me strong and healthy and also prevents me from passing HIV onto any future child. Please avail yourself of PMTCT services when pregnant. It is the only way to ensure you do not pass the HIV onto your baby during birth or pregnancy. If you have tested for HIV recently and it was negative, test again when pregnant. If you have tested positive, go to the hospital after birth as directed by your healthcare provider. Your baby will be given medicine immediately and tested to ensure baby and mother are well. Let us work together to have an HIV free generation.
3: Our children must be free to shine. Chale,
4: the malaria will knock you down, eh? Chale, no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting,
18: loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And
4: thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time.
21: When malaria strikes, take Malatu. Containing artemeter and lumefantrine, Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria
4: great to have you there. thank
21: you hey. no problem malatu is suitable for adults and children manufactured and distributed by ns chemist limited this advertisement has been vetted and approved by the fda there are days when you think whoa today i've earned it so order a global. days when plants run longer what if we order a global? or days when you can't control everything Oh yes, because on global, you can order anything you want. Global, you order we deliver.
5: Many people think I get whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. Me and Kasano. And when I find it, I stick to it. My Shishim, bell pack tissues. Bell pack t roll. Bell pack ti roll! Soft, but not weak. Strong, but not hard. It is smooth. Me you It's just perfect. Same as the kitchen towel. One bell pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Say your pocket tissue, table napkin, pin, tea roll and a kitchen towel. Bell Park is simply the best. It's just perfect. so good like to go With the EcoBank Salary Account, you will enjoy free life insurance, oh. free debit card, save while you spend, and an amazing chance to double your salary. A whole year and even more consolation rewards in the EcoBank Double Salary Promo Reloaded. We Echo Guys,
22: this EcoBank Salary Account sounds interesting. What do you think?
3: Uh,
2: uh,
20: but maybe next time, Charlie. You know what? I had a go shine my shoe. Hey.
2: Yo, me sirve, I to go check my VP.
5: Like we going up, never go down, no. and we stay fly. Open the
21: Most who be an EcoBank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the EcoBank double salary promo reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. And
22: a job life
21: regardless. Under the supervision of the National Lottery Authority under the Paritas Lottery Platform. V.
4: Adam I'm looking for Abna
1: ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500 Hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC Abna There's someone looking
7: for you Adam Please wear Abna
15: Abna. Yes, ma'am. Is this who you are looking
2: for? Ah. Madam, please get me Abna. Please.
7: Bella. Abna, bro. Abena, abena.
18: Oh,
4: Abna. It's not Abna Rice. It's not Abna Rice.
18: Abna Rice. Energy inquiry. FDA. No rice. going to get
22: you in the crash
17: People before power. We're about the people, not the powerful. Join us, independent, fearless, credible.
6: been fighting a warrant for his arrest and after days of eluding capture, Charles Bissou, former secretary to the Interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining, had declared that uh, he will turn himself in. It's been barely six hours since the special prosecutor officially declared him wanted. Mr. Bisu will turn himself in, but is resolved to fight, declaring his innocence and insisting he is not on the run. He says he is ready to defend his record. As you will be aware, his lawyers have, in the last one week, accused the special prosecutor of handling investigations of Mr. Bisu in a military approach. Well, the special prosecutor warned there will be consequences. There's a note he's asking for the arrest of Mr. Bisu, but he tells my colleague, Blessed Suga, that he is not on the run.
25: Okay. However, um, I have not gone a role. I'm still in the country. Um, I work in the Western region. Um, as we speak, I am on route to Accra. Um, I will attend the, um, um, the Special Prosecutor's Office. But, you know, in any case, I mean, you know, previously, um, I had been invited to the various um, investigative agencies, as like the NIB, which are on two occasions, um, the CID, the National Security, pertaining to this um that I'm um, um, problems. Um, the OSP's office itself, I've also been there, I think, twice. So it's not, um, like, um, I am actually, um, running away uh, from attending a meeting at the OSP's office. Um, I asked for time to attend, and I think there was a misunderstanding. Um, I actually abide by the laws of this country, and so, um, I don't think, um, I mean, defying the creature of um, our constitution or the laws of Ghana um, is the best thing I've, yes. I've been law-abiding, and so and basically I, I'm not, I've got, I haven't gone missing. I'm in the country, I'm in the Western region, so I will attend. And yes. I think that when I attend, um, this, I think it would further even redeem my image, it just it, we know that for the past uh, four or five years um, with this guy I'm saying, we've been going back and forth, um, where. Um, a lot has happened. I think this is also an opportunity for me to further redeem myself because, um, as I said, I've been to various uh, regulatory or uh, investigative agencies. I've actually given them um, statements. So I don't think, I do not know what the special prosecutor is going to ask me about. Um, I've always been consistent, and I think that um, the consistency with which I've actually turned uh, out or given information to help them in their investigation. Uh, would be the same uh, at the OSB office.
3: What, what
23: do you think may have accounted for this? Uh, because obviously the OSB m- may not just move out and publish this, this in the media, looking for you.
25: Well, I mean, they wrote to me, um, I think a few weeks ago, and I got my lawyer to write back to say that um, I wasn't—I um, was actually not um, indisposed—and that it should give me a few days. And they said. Um, they were not going to agree to that pressure, coming um, on a certain date, uh, which I couldn't because I wasn't uh, feeling well. And then uh, said that, uh, later on, I uh, heard of an arrest warrant, and then now we have um, this um, coming up. But I think all said and done, we're all working in the interest of the, of the country. Um, once I attend uh, the interview and then uh, we, I think we'll come to um, a conclusion that. Uh, Ghana must move forward, and, and that's how I'm And I avail myself to serve the country, and I believe that certain responsibilities uh, come with accountability, mm-hmm. and I would avail myself. And I've never, ever run away from the laws of this country. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, I, I think I just have quite a Reynolds impression that um, Charles is a fugitive alone. Uh, no, I'm not a fugitive. I've right. not run away, I did not say I was not going to attend I said, I need a time to attend, which was about two weeks ago, Then and then culminated into
23: that. Okay. I'm taking a look at the charges being leveled against you this time around. Um, still go, goes back to your activities at the uh, Inter-Ministerial uh, Committee Against Illegal Mining, charges of corruption. I don't think
25: there's any charge. Right. I don't think there's any charge, because I have to first be interviewed first, you understand? So you see, that's, that's the thing um, that's actually transpiring now. Once you're invited, everybody thinks that you're a criminal mm. or you've been charged. I think we need to correct that and then educate people. And like I said, I've been to BNI um, and all that. But I, I, BNI uh, now NID, National Security and all that. Some of them, I went in there. They wanted, um, I was a suspect. I rendered my um, statement, and I mean up to now nothing has happened. I've been to the police, uh, CID, where I gave um them my um. Statements and then later on, I even came home and then prepared certain documentation for them to help them in their investigation. So, I, I don't think um, we, um, it's, it's a thing of me being charged, i have not being charged for mm. any crime. It's an investigation that uh, they are delving into, which I think, yes, the laws of the country allow for that. So, uh, to, to correct that having been charged. Yes. Right.
23: Uh, but, but the fact still remains that you're one of the most investigated uh, individuals uh, who then mm-hmm. served on the interministerial Committee Against Illegal Mining. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how does that make you feel, uh, the fact that you've been subject to uh, not one, not two, I guess the Office of the Special Prosecutor um, and their former regime still investigated you? How does that make you
25: feel? Um, basically, I mean, for me, I think that once you... Um, Above yourself to serve your country, uh, you're, you're responsible and then you're held accountable for whatever you do. I mean, for me, for it to drag for four years, over four years, and um, I mean, up uh, until now, um, I mean, um, i mean, a me, uh, my reputation, my case, and everything. Because I, I think with the laws, we should have time in investigating certain matters so that the person can, you know, um, have his or have peace of mind. But then you go in there and then it's, um, it's in the matter and it can take forever. It can take 10 years. And now, if you that, once you've gone in there, everybody sees you as a criminal. You know what I mean? So um, I haven't gone away I'm within the jurisdiction. Um, I would attend. But um, to answer your question, yes. I saw that, that uh, from 2019, um, an investigation has gone up until now. where I've written about four petitions, three or four petitions asking us where um, we've got into it, and you get no reply, and then it goes on and on and on and on. That's, I mean, uh, worrying. But then um, it comes with the responsibility that I was given, um, and I have to be accountable for it, but I don't think that's the norm everywhere, or that's what I everywhere, but I will have it all myself.
23: And, and you seem to have some issues with the um, special prosecutor himself in respect of this case that's before him. Uh, you feel his conflict,
25: I'm not going to answer questions um, as to that, you know, um, because the more we're talking, the more people are misconstruing, um our interviews, you see. Um, I, I mean, the crux of you calling me was um, a of course, I, will, I haven't. And within the jurisdiction, I've also said that when I abide by the rules of this country, and I've also given examples of, of abiding by the rules of this country that have been to NID, uh, on two occasions, the yeah, CID and security rendered um, some of them as suspects, and then nothing came out. Some of them, I wrote my statements to support what you're doing, and Afghanian. I think I think that's part of my civil duty, and I would actually uh, stick to that. I, I'm not going to talk about mm-hmm. conflict with somebody. or you know, I just for the or other authorities or whatever to decide. Okay. So, uh, I'll grant you
23: that, but um, w- what we cannot take away from you as well is that you are a politician and you are seeking to run for office. Given what's happening to you now, and um, you suspect foul play, or you feel it's just a natural process, you, you, you all um, grind away.
25: You go around the garden, get, you're in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> I've just answered you. <laughs> you are a politician. You're running for office. That's what no, I'm asking. Not, no, it <laughs> Mm. as um, we are communicating here you ask me a question I found that I think you're going around the back door um, it's all about being a politician um, I answered the question
23: uh, would this deter you from, from the goal you have for instance you and in the western region obviously as part of your engagement with the grassroots of your party
25: are no. you are you stopping it that dream no it would not deter me because I know within me that I haven't committed any crime um, if even, you know, with investigation that started in 2019, uh, which is very unfortunate, um, even that I went to, so I was the regional secretary, I've been the regional secretary in the Western Union for eight years, a president of Safa. Um, I've been a government communicator. You see, when I go to, um, for example, go and sit, um, you know, I've been uh, protecting the government and the, MP, the MPT government and then defending it as well. If I should go and sit, before um, the television and then start talking, when I knew that I have certain iniquities or things that I've done against the state, I think it wouldn't occur well. Um, it would be like insulting the Ghanaian populace. So within that I know I am very, so much innocent. That's if I had the, um, that boldness to say on television, sometimes your, your television set, and all that too. I mean, I predict, um, our government. So, um, I am innocent. I know that. Um, and I do not know what the special Prosecutor is going to ask mm-hmm. if an investigation it doesn't mean that uh, you're charged for something so i will have to do myself like but to conclude i am within the jurisdiction i haven't been anywhere okay now then, uh, also, you know, uh, i will go no. to the office well it's great
23: to know uh, that so if there's anything you're leaving the people of ghana with particularly those who are watching us now
25: what, what would you I've want them it. to know i've said it i'm in the sense, i have gone nowhere i'm within the jurisdiction i'm going to attend and then uh, whatever information they, they require to API
6: I will and to other stories now and key some key pioneers and actors in the Ghanaian media have identified major flaws in the nineteen ninety-two constitution leading to abuse of power by successive government, which they say are stifling the democratic growth of the country. They are pointing to the size of government, excessive powers given to the president and composition of the National Media Commission, and over-centralization of power, among others, as a major threat to democracy. According to them, if these defects in the Constitution are not corrected, it may dwindle the fortunes of the country in future. We going to listen to editor of the Daily Insight newspaper, Quasi prat who was, among other media personalities, sharing their views on the constitutional seminar on reviewing Ghana's 1992 constitution on the views of the media organized by the institute of economic affairs
14: our key proposal would be to one dissolve considerable executive powers down to the district assemblies where they can be performed more effectively and more accountably and this proposal links directly with the function and operation of the legislature and local government. The president, assisted by ministers, should also directly manage the following. International relations, national defense, central planning, finance and central banking, national infrastructure, higher education, special creative healthcare, She or he should also oversee commissions responsible for setting standards, licensing, and monitoring the performance of devolved government services like basic education, primary health care, and local clinical care, agriculture and natural resources, public safety, sports and culture, and elections. In general, we also need the following. Provisions for political parties to exercise a right of recall on presidents who renerge unreasonably unsponsoring political party policy positions set out in a manifesto of party constitution or who otherwise breach their oath of office. Complete separation of legislative and executive branches of government so Parliament can play its watchdog role effectively. A reduction in the number of institutions whose heads and governing bodies are appointed by the President. A limit to the number of Article 70 appointees. Changes to the system for fixing enrollments in Article 71 to make these a simple, permanent, multiple of basic salaries in the public sector and separation of the functions and persons of the Attorney General, who happens to be the Government Lawyer and Minister of Justice, Manager of Prosecutions and Law Enforcement Agencies.
6: Now, a 32-year-old who allegedly stabbed her fiancé to death at a zongo in the Asante region is on the run as police begin investigations. The suspect, Jennifer Appiah, went to be sick during a misunderstanding that ensued between herself and Joseph Bauer, resulted in her stabbing him to death. Family of the deceased wounds, the suspect brought to book. and Yadon visited a family home and our reports The
18: deceased Joseph Bauer was stabbed with a knife multiple times by his fiance. He was rushed to the tech hospital for treatment, but passed on. The suspect Jennifer Apia went berserk during a misunderstanding that ensued between the two on Sunday,
26: June
27: 11th. What happened on Sunday is surprising. She killed him even after we tried to reconcile them.
26: I trust kind of sini ha, What is Some i No, she. One shall be I'll be baby.
18: According to the mother of the deceased, Hawa Al Hassan, the family tried to resolve the feud between the partners, but the reconciliation process proved abortive. Jennifer and Joseph resumed fighting on the street, which resulted in her stabbing him to death.
27: You live with my son, but any time a fight ensues, a- the lady would pick up a knife or scissors. A-
26: a-
18: the body of the deceased has since been deposited at the tech hospital's mark for investigations to commence. The family of the deceased wants the police to bring the suspect to book.
17: The
26: police say, I not they arrested her friends,
7: but
27: they later left them.
26: They should
7: arrest the lady and put her in jail
27: forever.
26: Police, You are not but the animal,
18: For joy news, Nana brought it down Kumase.
6: Time for us to do showbiz and bring him back into the house. Uh, do you have another? Yeah, I oh, like you. No, 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 no. <laughs> there's
5: nothing. There's
27: nothing happening
28: today. But good
27: news for Ghana and the highlife genre. Mm-hmm. I am very uh, you know, excited. Later, yeah. The fact that highlife has made it onto the. Grammys category. So the Recording Academy, all the Grammy Awards, has created a new category for music from Africa. This comes out a news broke that the scheme was considering creating a category for Afrobeats uh, to represent uh, music from Africa. The chief executive officer of the Recording Academy, Harvey Mason Jr., upon his visit to Ghana in 2022, retreated a uh, move and mentioned how meticulous. They were in getting the right representation for African music. The best African music performance category is one of the three new slots that have been added to the 2024 edition of the Prestigious Award scheme. The other two are the best alternative jazz album and best pop dance recording music genres that form part uh, of this category include Ghanaian drill and highlife. Best African music performance quote a category as a track and singles category that recognizes recording that utilize unique local expression from across the African continents, highlighting regional melodic, harmonic and rhythmic musical traditional traditions uh, the category includes but is not limited to the Afrobeats sound. So uh, that's the good news, Brace, for Ghana. Also, let's talk about somebody who uh, has, you know, championed uh, drill music. I'm talking about Yao Talk. He Mm -hmm. is on Spotlight this evening. He says that he'll be releasing an album very soon, Yao Talk.
22: I'm just working and growing, you know, because when I came into the scene, I was like, I was a young boy, you know, so now it's just new level, new stage, um, new album, Get Ready, Young and My is coming. I'm dropping a song on 15th, 15th June, yeah, Obrah, Get Ready, featuring Roy from South Africa.
29: Is the, album, is the album ready for release? It's ready, 100%. So when, uh, apart from, you're releasing a track on the 15th, right? Yeah, on the 15th. From the album? Yeah, from the album. When is the whole album coming out?
22: I spend, like two, two months time Two months time Yeah, after the singles What is on young and Young and Matured Young and mature What do you have on it? I have golf on it wow. I have like Plenty of things like As a matured person You get me So It's a full album Big body Get ready I don't want to talk a lot about it You know Because I've put a lot of work in it so much work so i just want you guys to just yeah. keep on supporting i'm dropping that body soon all oh, day
29: this particular track do you have stormzy on it are you having anything to do with stormzy on this album or any subsequent thing
22: just get ready you know i don't want to i don't want to talk about it a lot you get me because it's a body of work a big one so much pain stress tears everything is in it so just get ready for me you know your talk is coming, young boo yeah.
27: Well, yeah, I'll talk right there, we cannot yeah. wait, brace, for yeah. that particular album. One and also, the there's a single, again. and there's a single mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to that effect. So okay. we're waiting for uh, that particular single as so well. Congratulations to you, yeah, Top. We miss you. You have to come back. But this evening on Prime Movie Box, I have something for you. So uh, after a high-profile firing, uh, Janice, uh, who was played by uh, Gabrielle Union. Fashion career uh, came back hits as a snag when she falls for a charming, much younger co worker who happens to be her boss's son. Well, this is an interesting story. Let's check out the trailer.
21: I have a guy that I want to introduce to. What's your drink, Mukah? Eh, that's me. But I have oat milk because lactose intolerance, ass is beatboxing.
5: Yikes. <laughs> Cheers to job, and there might be something here for you tonight.
10: You good, Sleeping Beauty? Could
5: you be any cuter? You also look like a college
6: student. I like something. One more season. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah! I'd like to introduce you to our new videographer. It's my son. You
14: up? We just kind of hilarious.
5: <laughs> Your mommy. She's my boss. We do our jobs, not each other. Getting the job done is great. Stop. But we don't need this moving into some kind of distraction. There is no distraction. Great.
18: Why are you making this so complicated?
5: This is Reckless.
27: So, uh... Well, we're recommending that particular movie, The Perfect Find, for everyone. It comes mm. out this Friday. Uh, oh no, it's actually on the 23rd of uh, this month. So that's... It's perfect
6: the perfect, find. Okay. Mm. Yeah, find yeah.
27: perfect one. The Perfect Find.
6: Okay.
27: Yeah, hopefully I'll find my perfect one. But let's congratulate Hilda Bassi because the Guinness mm. World Records on Tuesday officially updated their records to so include uh, Hilda for breaking the longest cooking marathon by an individual. From Thursday, May 11, to Monday, May 15, Hilda cooked over 100 pots of food during her four-day kitchen stint. Although the chef had ad- attempted to make the records 100 hours, her final records was 92 hours. The Guinness World Record explained that almost seven hours were deducted from her final total because she mistakenly took extra minutes for one of her rest breaks early on in the in attempt.
6: Mm. But I, I okay. hear another Nigerian um chef yeah. has even crossed 100, 100 hours now. He should, re- he should relax. <laughs> <Yes>.
27: <laughs> Let's finish celebrating Hilda. Oh
6: yeah yeah. I thought I thought I thought it should I've allowed Hilda you know, to you to, know.
27: to, you know, yeah. so that we can all mm. uh, come or
6: draw our attention. She's to, breaking it too early. But let's see.
27: Relax. But for more news, please log on to com forward slash entertainment. That's where you find all the news. Brace. And also, uh, you have to remember to log on to obviously the entire com for every other news. Entertainment comes first.
6: All right. <laughs> okay, that's making for you. Cameron is Prime Business with Beverly Broom. Thanks for your company. Good evening.
18: Et and sommes tous
6: les deux qui ont été mis en place. les deux qui ont été mis en place. Nous sommes tous les deux qui ont été mis en place. blocks sommes tous les deux
30: qui ont les 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 quality, cimenty warm, on baby, good, come on, So what man, a fienya, dodoa, a flower, boom, any important one in Nara, your, your office,
24: I was Pintus Road, you never restaurant, in the for SCP, was 0501 672 608, anato free number 0800 626 262, Mommy, I'll buy a big TV.
15: Thank, thank you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you. Mommy, I'll buy you a big car. <laughs> I'll buy you a big house. Thank you.
21: We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mothers Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three, or four-bedroom homes and secure an expense-paid trip to the Seychelles Island for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer last till 31st July 2023. Term and conditions apply.
5: cool, so clean. My newfound love and buddy, Aquadot
3: Natural Mineral Water. Made under strictly hygienic conditions with molding technology to ensure your quality. With Aquadot Natural Mineral Water, your safety is at heart. For both purchase, call 0257 or 0559 You can also visit us at Accra or Better Slanmoy Limited, Hatcher Rabbit, Aquabot Natural Mineral Water. For this advert is FDA approved.
21: Ah! It <laughs> hey, was here! Manu, Sister
3: Sister your is Sister Sister Cos, Sister Cos! Sister 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 Oh, you a you a you you You're you Ah, sister,
5: of you sugar. That's fast. easy. And convenient. And If you get LPG, let me see your head. Oh,
19: you
15: mommy i'm going to cook for you always oh thank you mommy i'll buy a big car i'll buy a big house thank you
21: We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three or four-bedroom homes and secure an expense-paid trip to the Seychelles Island for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer last till 31st July, 2023. Terms. And conditions apply.
5: The business segment is brought to you by the Pan
10: African Bank.
5: It's time you switch to Bell Park today.
7: So good evening and welcome to Business here on Joinings Prime with me, Beverly Broome. We go straight into our stories now. And Director of the Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research, ISA Economist Professor Peter Quartz is calling on government to strike a good balance between raising revenue and promoting the private sector growth if it wants to increase the demand for labor. According to him, it will be practically impossible for the private sector to create jobs if they are burdened with taxes and unfriendly climate to thrive. Professor Quote's reaction comes on the back of a report by the Bank of Ghana indicating that the real sector activities of the economy recorded mixed performance as demand for labor fell to 7.1% year on year.
31: I'm more concerned, especially for the mm-hmm. youth. Because we are churning out a lot of young, energetic people whom we have to find jobs, we have to find means of engaging them. And if we don't, they become uh, discouraged. And, you know, they are the future generation. Uh, and therefore, we need to engage them meaningfully. So for being, uh, for employment to go down is, is not uh, the best, but I'm, I'm hopeful that with the coming on board of the IMF program and some stability that we're seeing, um, hopefully our uh, um, output growth will pick up, business process will pick up, and also cost of doing business uh, will improve giving uh, the stability investing the exchange rate. Mm. But if these trends will continue, um, it, it, it might not occur well for us, I have spoken about the case of the youth who, with with returning out of businesses, sorry, out of school, uh, they have to be engaged. It might bring stress on parents. It might bring stress on the uh, citizenry. It might bring a lot of stress because uh, young people are not employed and they have to depend on the few or the the working class. That is not the best. Um, Also, um, it it casts doubt on the future Mm. of the country well as the uh, ordinary uh, person or the, the young person that you not find jobs. So I, I think we need to invest more. Uh, we need to, to move to the private sector. Government cannot employ uh, most of these people. It is a private sector that has to flourish. So as we impose taxes, as we impose levies, as we impose all kinds of regulatory measures, let's also bear in mind that We are stifling the private sector. We need to strike a good balance between raising revenue and also promoting the private sector.
7: Now, the government has indicated that it will press ahead with plans to migrate all accounts to the Bank of Ghana by the end of this year, despite the current current pushback to the program. This is what Joy Business has picked up from persons working on this policy. There's more in the following report.
9: Joy Business understands this pushback is coming from some ministries, departments and agencies that have reservations about this program and how it will rather affect your operations. But government insists the benefits to the economy are enormous as it stands to improve its finances in the coming months. This is because government will be in a position to appreciate all the funds at its disposal, a development that might help reduce borrowings from the central bank and free up the space for the private sector. It also believes that it will help government to honor payments to clients of these commercial banks, a development that should be beneficial to these financial institutions. It is therefore dismissing reports that implementing this program will rather hurt the commercial banks in the country. Government in a document with the IMF has indicated that it is hoping to fully implement this program. By the end of this year, it believes that it will bring a lot more transparency in management of government's account, as well as appreciate the true financial position of the country's treasury.
7: Now, research lead at GCB Capital Courage, but he has been reacting to the move by government.
32: That being the case long ago, I guess it was a program that started and maybe stalled along the way because as part of the program we exited in 2019, we're supposed to transition all accounts onto the treasury single account. Some agencies may have migrated already, and I believe this last phase may be for the others who are not on it to move now to that single treasury account. Once those funds are being moved, uh, it, it, it reduces what is available to these banks who have been holding these accounts all as well. But then I guess we're at a point where everybody have to end their fees right. I mean, if you are a bank and your job is to mobilize deposits and grant loans, uh, you need to ultimately earn earn your money. And so uh, probably this this triggers, uh, if you like, innovation in the banking sector to find new ways of mobilizing deposits they can keep on their books for long. By the way, government and its agencies will still mobilize uh, or collect their fees and, and charges through these banks anyway. You go to some departments, agencies, and you see banks tell us they're collecting some of these money. These monies will come anyway. And so the, the what it means is that there will now be a shorter holding period because there will be a defined period within which you would have to lodge these monies or balances into certain accounts at the Bank of Ghana, really. So between when you mobilize to when um, you lodge them, You put any overnight fees and all of that on them. But really, long-term deposits that can go into loans and many other banks would have to end their fees, really. And that is the challenge it throws at them.
7: Moving on, the Energy Commission is using this year's Renewable Energy Challenge to support the activities of small-scale farmers, a move that would encourage them to use renewable resources in the operations. The competition, known as the Energy Commission Senior High School's Renewable Challenge, is expecting participating schools to come up with innovative ideas to increase production to support the fight against food scarcity in the country. Speaking to journalists at the launch of the fourth edition of the Context Executive Secretary of the Energy Commission, engineer Oscar Amonu, said the platform will be used to bridge the gap between academia and agriculture.
33: The high school's renewable challenge was born out of the Commission's mandate under the Renewable Energy Act to promote the development and efficient use of the renewable energy resources through public education, training and regulation of entrepreneurs in the sector. The theme for this year's event, Mechanize Small-Scale Agriculture Using Renewable Energy Technologies, is aimed at supporting peasant farmers with modern technology to boost food production through innovation. Here is Executive Secretary of the Energy Commission,
21: Engineer Oscar are Starting catching them young from the senior high schools, for them to have this belief in themselves, that they can also invent something that would be of relevance to our country and more so this part of the world. So we are blessed with so many resources, God has blessed with so many resources, so we are encouraging them to use the... Resources that were the natural resources that we have around us and use it to find practical solutions to our daily challenges. So you can see that last year, the winning school came out with a solar dehydrator. This year, we're looking at using mechanized means by virtue of renewable energy to find ways of developing our agriculture Industry, So we're believing that um, the kids having this challenge and with the support that we're giving to them, to will be able to come up with some relevant solutions to our daily challenges in the agricultural sector. Deputy Minister for Education in charge of t gifted
33: GIFT, Truman said that the various inventions that will come up from the contest will be used to commercialize the agricultural sector.
2: So that we could know that our peasant farmers are not just growing for themselves and their nuclear families, but growing to get enough produce, preserve them, process them, store them properly,
5: at least to serve a community, a district, a constituency, and then a region. And as you all do that. Then Ghana could say that yes, we have food security,
2: which is not relying on any food aid, but on our own efforts.
5: In this era of planning for food and jobs, the theme for this year and the product they're going to give us will take us far.
33: In all, 10 high schools from the greater aqua region are competing for a place at the national contest.
7: Now, the special advisor to the Minister of Environment, Science, Technology and Innovation, Oliver Boache, has indicated that the lack of strong policy standards is accounting for the delay in transitioning to a secular economy. According to him, these challenges need to be addressed to enhance job creation in all sectors. He was speaking at the of West Africa Summit.
18: The Soundcup West Africa Summit provides entrepreneurs and business owners with opportunity to network with investors to drive sustainable development. The summit was held under the theme, Unleashing the Power of Partnerships. Delivering the keynote address, special advisor to the Minister of Environment, Science, Technology and Innovation, Oliver Boache said, addressing the challenges hindering the smooth transition to a circular economy is critical.
29: Other challenges that confront the transition to circular economy include lack of strong policies, standards, and regulations, the need for education, awareness, creation, and community engagement, and lack of technology and innovation. If you are able to overcome these challenges in Africa and succeed in achieving a just transition to circular economy, many jobs will be created along the value chains of all sectors in both developed and developing countries will be more so in developing countries, and likely among those in the vulnerable segments of our societies. I have a very strong conviction that the entry of IntelliCAP into the West Africa region through the sankap West Africa Summit marks the beginning of the kind of partnerships and initiatives that will ultimately help Ghana and Africa to achieve the just transition. Partner and Director at Intelcap Africa, Kanika
18: Yadav, added that supporting and investing in businesses is critical to building a strong and resilient economy.
15: It's very critical for the uh, individual governments to create an ecosystem uh, or the regulatory framework which is conducive to the growth of the entrepreneurs and which is able to uh, grow them rather than hold them back. Uh, so for instance in the regulations in the perspective if you have the regulations for a business which is doing a ten million dollars of revenue versus a business which has a ten dollars ten thousand dollars of revenue if the regulations the permits the licenses everything which is same for the businesses at a different scale then it is a hindrance for any new business to come into the market because then they'll be just uh, 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 bothered by all these regulations
18: The government was also urged to provide a stable environment for businesses in the country to thrive.
7: Now businesses in the country have been urged to embrace environmentally, social and governance principles in the operations in order to attract investors who have become sensitive to the impact of business practices on the environment the ESG strategy is underpinned by KPMG's recognition of its responsibility to improve its impact on the world and the ESG commitments outlined in the company's impact plan. Here's more from KPMG's ESG breakfast meeting, Popak Ghana, 2023.
3: Thanks. Over the years, investors have focused on returns and security of investments. However, attention is shifting towards how these investments impact the society and the environment, and what corporate governance structures are in place to achieve this. Speaking to Joy Business on the sidelines of the ESG Breakfast Meeting, Propag Ghana 2023 Conference, internal audits risk and compliance at KPMG Kwame Sapombani highlighted the relevance of imbibing the ESG principles corporate governance structure
6: so ESG brings about a consistent way, a process to give us the assurance that we know what we're doing and what we're doing is beneficial to uh, our society, the environment and the, the, the world as a whole. What we know for sure is that you become more resilient in the sense that you have a deeper understanding of your value chain, how you actually run your business well with proper diversity, with the ability to be, be responsible across your value chain.
3: Making a point during a- discussion. Head of ESG, Sustainable and Climate Finance, DBG, John Warting Eku Kotewea said his outfit is preparing to support businesses' mobilise climate financing to scale up.
11: I believe um, the financial sector um, has more to do. We are here to help them grow together. Um, we are here to also provide that additionality and that intervention for them to scale and also being in a good position to mobilize um, climate financing so that we can do more with the capital that we have. On his part,
3: Principal Programs Officer at the Environmental Protection Agency, Daniel Lamti, stated that they are ready to assist businesses who want to leverage on the carbon asset framework to conceptualize their business plans. So for us, um, we see private sector as the engine of growth. And so what we have done in terms of
16: Introducing the carbon market framework in Ghana is to create the needed attention in Ghana for um, carbon assets And so we appeal to any business Anyone seeking to actually implement any green business idea, approach us We're happy to um, help you convert that into a concept and raise finance um, to support or implement and achieve your business, green business
3: the 2023 ESG Breakfast Meeting was on the theme ESG in emerging markets, driving sustainability and resilience in a changing world.
7: We do some more stories now, and some investors say economic opportunities for private sector are gradually back on track as Ghana navigates way out of global economic meltdown. Global technical director for King pest control. Roy Harrison has underscored the importance of pest control in Ghana's economy, indicating that it's an area the government can leverage to aid in improving the standard of living of individuals. He spoke to Joy Business as the company paid a visit to the American Chamber of Commerce, Ghana.
33: Harrison and the engagement called for a stronger role for pest control in the production of food and related industries. You maintain that Orkin provides effective pest control management with a quick response time and a focus on safety.
34: Well, we think this is a perfect time to make sure that Orkin pest control is here in Ghana. Um, we've seen now that the pandemic is past. We're seeing an increase in economic activities throughout the world as well as here in Ghana. There's a lot of growth going on, and we need to ensure that the environment here is is comfortable. That structures are protected, when the people come that they don't worry about getting a disease, and we're just thrilled that we have partnered with such a great organization here in Ghana to provide the Orkin service. We originally are from the United States, that's where the home office is, but now that we have over 100 franchises throughout the world, and we're thrilled that we have a franchise here in Ghana. ORCAN is a global company, and the headquarters are in Atlanta, Georgia, and that's where I came, and my responsibility is to globally ensure that the service of of Orc and Pest Control is the same everywhere. And I'm thrilled to be here in Ghana. I've got my team here with me. They perform the service here. And Collins is the manager here. He does great service. He manages this team. But the service...
33: Meanwhile, external relations and project manager at the American Chamber of Commerce in Ghana, Jane Ochoidwache, pledged the Chamber's commitment to supporting its members.
21: So we at Amcham, we are very proud to be associated with Orkin in Ghana because... I mean, the professionalism at which they, I mean, uh, add to their, 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 their service, it's, it's, it's so amazing. You know, and uh, Orking is a member of Amcham, and we are so delighted to be part of them. It is also important to know that uh, Orking is the only member that is into pest control management. So I'm calling on members and non-members to engage with Orking. Definitely you find cockroaches or mosquitoes somewhere in your homes or in your offices. And we want to have a healthy living. We want to have a healthy living both in the office and at home. The American Chamber of
33: Commerce, Ghana, and Orkin Pest Control says they will deepen their relationship to promote trade.
15: Now,
7: EcoBank Ghana PLC has awarded some 53 winners in its first draw of the EcoBank double salary promo Reloaded. According to the bank, these customers stand to win more prizes in subsequent draws. Speaking to Joy Business, Chief Financial Officer and Executive Director at EcoBank Ghana, Dr. Edward Nate Boche maintained that the bank would deepen its relationship with its customers and offer the best of service.
11: Beyond the, the draw itself, the value of the account that we are offering to them, this is an account that when you get sick, there are benefits to be had. When you lose your job, there's some insurance cover that you get. Um, so even apart from the draw, even for those customers who don't win during this uh, draw, um, opening the account itself gives them tremendous benefits. And for us, we, we think that that is real, real value that we are giving to our customers. There are also two additional draws to be had um, before the, the end of August. Um, so yes, for, for those who might have won now, um, they still do have the chance to win at the, at the next two draws. And hopefully, they all they all get to win. I think for us in ecobank um, we've we've always come up with um, interesting ideas. We've, we've we've always come up with ways to reward. Our clients, so um, even apart from this this draw, there would always be um, interesting things here in EcoBank.
7: On that note, we end Prime Business here on Join Us Prime with me, Beverly Broom. But we have more stories. When you log on to myjoyonline.com for slash business, I leave you with news making headlines on the international front.
3: segment was brought to you by the Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank.
4: Hey, chale, one number. The malaria will knock you down, eh? Hey, chale, no joke.
18: Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I
4: did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time.
21: When malaria strikes, take Malatu containing artemeter and lumefantrine, comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great,
4: thank you. thank you. No problem.
21: MALATU is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA.
2: For crystal clear and thrilling podcasts and live shows, download and listen to us on
30: Apple, Spotify. Tune in, Google Podcasts, My Joy Online, Amazon services like Echo, Amazon Music, and Audible, Stitcher, Adobe Online, Overcast, and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia digital platforms now to stay updated.
5: Many people think I get whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. Me and I deal with me, I deal. My sheets are and when I find it, I stick to it. My shishu when you ball pack tissues, bell pack every roll, bell pack t roll. So, but not weak, strong, but not hard. It is smooth. Me you swear, me hold It's just perfect, same as the kitchen towel. Whatever I wear, I the paper, I put me silky, Happy one bell pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to bell pack today. Say your pocket mm-hmm. tissue, table napkin, two roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell pack is simply the best, it's just perfect. Mm-hmm.
19: Mommy,
5: I'll buy a
15: big TV. Thank you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you.
35: Mommy, I'll buy you a big car. I'll buy
15: you a big house. Thank you.
21: We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three, or four bedroom homes and secure an expense-paid trip to the Seychelles Islands for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer lasts till 31st July 2023 and conditions apply.
2: Sports segment is brought to you by commander DBS industries to use. Let's go to DBS industry.
8: Welcome to Prime Sports with me, Razak Mazbal. Let's start off with the Black Meteors, and they have a tournament in Morocco, the under-23 Afghan tournament happening in Morocco. And they've already jet off to Egypt for a pre-tournament camping. We understand 24 players made the trip, and my colleague Abdul Karim uh, did follow the team closely and did
20: come to with this report. It up 15 home-based players and 14 foreign-based players. The squad is expected to be pruned to 21 for the tournament to be held in Morocco later this month. Sporting CP's Abdel Fattah Isahaku, FC Zurich's Daniel Afriye-Banye and Salim Adams of FC Cincinnati, who were instrumental in the qualifiers, have also been named in the squad. Hamburg's Ransford Yaboua Konisdorfa, Barcelona's Emmanuel Esiam and Kojo Opoku of Los Angeles FC are also in the squad the team will leave accra on monday june 12th for cairo egypt where they will camp for two weeks and engage in a series of friendlies before the competition the black meteors have been training at the Ghanaman soccer center of excellence in pram pram ahead of the trip to egypt last month's group stage draw picked ghana in group a alongside host nation morocco guinea and congo the tournament is scheduled to start on june 24. Twenty twenty three and end on July eighth with the top three teams earning automatic qualification for the twenty twenty-four Olympics. Ghana opens its campaign on June twenty-five against Congo. Now
8: vice president of the Ghana Football Association Markado has been addressing the team and he charged them to give their very best and make winning the tournament. The ultimate goal. Fire. We win. You know we, it's not about when we are playing tournaments, they say we'll be
28: qualified. Gone are the days we don't qualification was just given. It was about a cup. And that's the mentality that we should have. We have some of the best players on the continent, maybe not the world. People are talking about Senegal and Senegal. Listen, we have some of the best players on this in the continent in Ghana here. And you know it. But to be able to accomplish your goals in terms of where you are now you have to be humble you have to be humble to die for each other to fight for each other to fight for every ball you know people talk about morocco in the world cup morocco is not the most talented team but what did you what did you see on that pitch that day somebody tell me what did you see on that pitch on that day when they were playing the world cup what was so unique about them i want one word what was that what
19: dedication,
28: dedication commitment They were willing to scrap and chase every shadow on the pitch to me. If you are able to do that, if you are humble enough to fight for each other and to die for each other on that pitch, no matter where you are and to play, to leave everything on that pitch, we will make it because we have the talent. We have, we have the capability. Your coaches will give you all the directions, all the instructions, all the strategy, all the tactics. But the most important thing is it boils down to commitment, humbleness, and execution on that day. That is what is going to make us the best of the best. We want to write your name in history. This is it. If you want your name written in history, this is it. This is the AFCON. And, Chairman, this is the first time we are playing, uh, or the second time, the twenty-three. Second time. second time we are playing. So we have to make it. It's not just about representing. You've gotten there already, we expect that. Now we have to bring something bigger. You have to put your name down in history that you've made it. So I will not spend too much time. I know you guys are in a hurry. So on behalf of the president, the FA, and also on behalf of the executive council, I wish you well, I wish you Godspeed. And I know that the whole country is yearning for something special to come from you the whole country is hoping for something special from you and I know inshallah with God's grace you guys will make it all proud thank you and good
8: now let's talk about water polo a competitive team sport played in water between two teams uh, you know to play between two teams of seven players each The game consists of four quarters in which the teams attempt to score goals by throwing the ball into the opposing team's goal. Now, the team with the most goals at the end of the game wins the match. Each team is made up of six field players and one goalkeeper, excluding the goalkeeper players, participate in both offensive and defensive roles. It is typically played in an all-deep pool where players cannot touch the bottom. Former water polo pro player Prince Asante Sefoboace introduced the sports to ghana in 2018 and has since grown significantly across the country he's also the trainer of ghana's black stars water polo team and uh, he joins us via zoom for more on this uh, prince thanks so much for making time and uh, i mean it's 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 been quite a journey 2018 to now i mean help us appreciate how this journey has been for you you know trying to introduce the sports to ghana Hey,
36: first and foremost, thank you for having me.
8: It's a pleasure to be back here on Joy News. And uh,
36: seeing the way this sport has grown from its introduction and from the support from the Ghana Swimming Association, it's been amazing. Uh, 2018, I was able to go to one of the only schools in the country with a pool and make a donation of equipment and give a quite formal and informal uh, lesson on how the game is played. And since then, gradually giving more equipment, gaining more support, and gathering more athletes around the country Mm. to now make up this 17 league that we have just completed our second year. Mm. We just finished our second year in April. We had the championship team crowned the Arutz Winton Senior High School. Those athletes took the first place, and our boys from the Arts Center took second place. It's been an amazing thing to see this thing grow so hard and get real global exposure.
8: Interesting, but let us talk about the Black Stars water polo team. Um, uh, how's the train been like, you know, trying to raise a team and even with the ambition of playing in the Olympic Sunday? You know, it's
36: been difficult, but nothing good worth doing comes easy. And I think as Ghanaians, we love challenges. We're very ambitious people. So it's actually been quite enjoyable to uh, embark on this journey. It's been difficult in that there aren't many pools that we can really go to so quickly, as we see with football, going to a pitch, playing on a field of grass. So what we've really done is gone to different lakes, rivers. i even take the team out into the beach. We did one beach training outside the Cape Coast Castle in the ocean. And just doing that caused a lot of fear amongst the athletes and then other people on the shore. But the training has been going so well, their confidence has grown to now they're able to welcome the opportunity to train in the deep side and really match up with some of the other countries around the world that can play this sport. And, of course, the Olympic journey is, uh, man, about a 1,000 steps, 10,000 steps, and we are taking that one step at a time, Mm. and each step is met with much more improvement Mm. from the athletes that are aged from 2 to 5 years old to our older athletes who are about 25 years old.
19: Mm.
36: It's amazing. We've even been invited to now compete internationally for the first time. Mm. Just coming up this Thursday, we'll be traveling to Venice, Italy.
8: Yeah, 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 let's talk about that. That's, you know, tournament you've been invited to play in Italy on Thursday. I mean, how did the invitation come, and exactly what is this tournament about? So this tournament,
36: it came about at the beginning of last year. That is how Gala first made its name on the radar. Mm. The organizers of this tournament called Water Polo Development host a festival called Habba Wabba in Venice, Italy. Mm. First, the organizer reached out to me and said, I just saw that your country now has a functioning league in a water polo team and he was blown away so first he wrote an article and shared all the support then he reached back to me the week later and noticed he saw that our girls team were playing mm. yes we also have a girls team playing water polo as well and he was excited twice as much and he wrote another article on top of that and saying this is incredible ghana is really falling in love with water polo a brand new sport in this west african country and then this year when we had the opening day of our second annual league season at the mm. University of Ghana, it reached worldwide news. We were on BBC even BBC Africa, I believe, and even news in the U.S. Mm. The same gentleman came up to me and he said, I'm so happy to see you continuing the efforts. I have a big opportunity for you. I want to invite you on behalf of the president of our organization to attend the largest youth international festival in the world for mm. water polo. The age divisions are 12 years and 10 years below. And there are countries from all over the world. I think 114 countries,
19: mm. 114
36: teams are coming from 12. Uh, it's a worldwide tournament. Yeah. And this will be the first time we will see a sub-Saharan African country attending. So it's, it's quite exciting. It's been quite a journey to get to this point. We're still even fighting to make sure we can reserve our space to uh, make it and make an impact. Because most of these kids... They come from the lakeside, they come from the beachside, they come from these underserved communities here in Ghana,
19: Mm. and life is
36: not too easy over here. So we had to start this process from getting their birth certificates, Mm. to then getting their passports, to now working to get their visas. We've got one day left Mm. to hear back from the embassy to get a visa, and to get the assistance from the courts, and everywhere else in Ghana, the sports administration, to share support and get us there so we can fly out Thursday afternoon at 1220 on Ethiopian Airlines.
8: Mm. Uh, well, interesting, interesting. We just hope that the embassy at least could sort out your visas, you know, before departure on Thursday. But finally, finally, what do you think? We've
36: well, that- we still, we still, we still got some work to do. It hasn't been an easy process. We, mm. um, we've actually begun the appeal process on Monday, and then we've gathered all the documents that they've requested. Once again, the invitation from the president of the foundation, the invitation of support from the Ghana Swimming Association, the proof of sponsorship from this uh, festival in Italy. This group in Italy, even on behalf of some of their committee members, Mm. they've invited us to be there. And we are a central piece of this tournament. So it's absolutely imperative that we make it to this tournament. Mm. And we really hope that people in the high courts and the sports administrators,
19: Mm. they can
36: support this. Because Mm. it goes much bigger than the sport. At the end of the day, we've gotten these 10 children from Kumasi, Central Region, and Accra, Accra their passports for the first time. An appointment at the Italian embassy for the first time. They've got the opportunity to finally realize the world is much bigger than their surroundings. Mm. So water polo is yes, a very fun part about the adventure, mm.
0: but it's a much
36: bigger opportunity for us to represent as Africans as Ghanaians mm. on a global stage and really begin this Olympic journey in the best way possible. We're well supported and right now we gotta make it we gotta make our next move the best move.
8: Well, interesting, Prince. Well, we're just going to uh, end the conversation here and uh, follow it closely when you head to, when you arrive in Italy. Hopefully, uh, we'll keep in touch with you and see how the team performs there. And when you come back, we'll make time and you know have a longer conversation on water polo in Ghana. Thanks very much, Prince, and uh, wish you the very best. Now let's talk about the Black Stars and uh, Black Stars defender Gideon Mensa. He's been ruled out of Ghana's at the 2023 African Cup of Nations qualifier against Madagascar. Due to a knee injury, the player who reported to camp on Monday was subsequently excused from the game after a thorough assessment by the medical team. Meanwhile, Thomas Patty joined the team today as they held a second training session at the Craftsport Stadium. And Joy Sports' Lawrence Vedu, was there.
30: Day two completed and more minutes for the Black Stars, who intensified their training ahead of the African qualifier against Madagascar on June 18. Thomas Partey, who reported for camp earlier today, was able to join his teammates trained train at the Accra Sports Stadium, having missed the opening day of camp. Gideon Mensah is the only absentee from the 25-man squad named by Chris Hutton. With the Ghana football announcing that the player has been excused from the team after failing to recover in time from a knee injury he picked while playing for French League One side, AJ Auxerre. Hafiz Konkoni, who only trained alone on Monday, was on Tuesday able to join his teammates in the team session and had a good run as he looked to be settling very well with the other squad. With training intensified, Chris who officiated an 11 against 11 match which had no winner and no goals produced. It may be a bit of a worry but there is still time to work on the Black Stars team with days away before they face Madagascar. And the Sunyama, Kamal Din Suleimana, Joseph Fento and all other wingers in camp seem to have been well settled and competition in the team seems to be growing. The Black Stars are yet to win a trophy in over 40 years. But that does not stop Ghanaians from coming to the stadium to watch even a training session. When they were denied an opportunity to come into the stadium, they never gave up as they stayed behind until they were allowed an entrance. These fans came into the Class stadium, watched the team train and cheered them on in the over one hour that the team were on the pitch. The fans are excited and the players should be as well. After their training session, Chris Hutton. And Josef had an opportunity to engage the media. And this is what they had to say.
17: There is no absolute standout first 11. What we would like to think is that there are, whatever the squad is, 23, 24, 25, players that are all pushing, that are all pushing to, to want to start. Uh, that's one uh, uh, expectation. Uh, as a coach, you um, uh, always have to give the players all of the full information. And uh, when we do our, our homework and when we um, watch the opposition, um, there, I- there isn't one opposition that we see, that we think we're we going to win this game easy. There isn't one. Um, uh, uh, every international team is fighting to do well. Madagascar would be uh, no different.
20: The player who is invited here is really motivated for, uh, for this clash uh, between Madagascar. Uh, yeah, as you can see, we still have the belief the believe is still there, the teamwork, you know, the, the commitment and everything. So even though they, they, they had a little bit ups and downs in their club, that doesn't really affect them in their national team. And and with their mentality, they are really ready for it. And we always talk about it. And, you know, they are their are full focus is on the game. And, uh, you know, the pass is the pass. And they are always focusing on the on the game, which is against Madagascar. So I think every player who is invited here is really uh, ready to give it all for the for for, for the fans. Uh, and for guidance. Reporting for Joy Sports, Lawrence Badeau from the Accra
30: Sports Studio. And the Denver Naga outlasted
8: the Miami Heat 94-89 in an ugly frantic game five to clinch the first NBA title. Nikola Djokic, who became the first player in history to lead the league in points, 600, rebounds, 269, and 190 assists in a single postseason, build out his teammates, with 28 points and 16 rebounds on a night when nothing else seemed to work. For 47 years in the league, Denver is the home of the Larry O'Brien Trophy. And Joining me for some thoughts on this is Kofi Owusu and uh, uh, my, my colleague, also Actia, who joins me via Zoom. Guys, good to have you. And the season is finally over. And uh, is the Denver Nuggets, of course, I'm sure. not sure if all of you predicted them to win, especially when they go to the final. But whatever the case, after 47 years, they finally get their hands on the trophy. Let me start with you, Kofi Owusu, your first impressions of that game against the Heat, you know, that final playoffs. Did you expect the Denver Nuggets to, you know, just sweep them the way they did, if, if it's fair to describe it like that? Um, well, um, thank you very much for having me. Um, yes,
37: I actually did expect it, to be, to be quite frank and honest. I was just in a WhatsApp group where we all made a bet as a group to, to predict how many games that wh- whichever team will win the finals. In. And I actually guessed correctly, so, you know, I won a small wager, so that shows that, you know... I, I ah, that's, that's, impressive. It, but... that's impressive. That's impressive. That's <laughs> impressive. Yeah, but the, the, the Nuggets were great all season long. I think it's very befitting that they won. Um, they, of course, we saw the great performance of Jokic and Jamal Murray. Mm. And and just to get, they have a great team all together. The bench, the role players all played very well. And I think
8: it's very deserving that they won this year's NBA championship. I mean, great. Chris, let me bring you in. Your first impressions also. Did you also put a wager on the Denver Nuggets winning? Uh, thank you for having me again. Um, I didn't put any money on Denver.
25: Ah, guess, okay. Uh, yeah, I did, I did have yeah, I did, I did have um, similar thoughts on this series. I did feel like Denver would get it done in 5, whiskies in nine, nine, 6, so um, yeah, no, no big surprises there, I think. When the have a recent that Jukic is the best player in the world, I think he should have won the MVP this year. Um, he's been the best player in the world for about 3 years now, so I feel like this is a like kid's moment, and this for me is like a big, a big uh, it's, it's an amazing moment for his legacy. Um, I think he's definitely going to be in a lot of all um, time discussions about when you talk about like legendary big things about this game, I think he's definitely going to be a all of those discussions. And I think, like, um, like Toronto so said, um, Jamal Murray has been so healthy, he's been injured for about two years, so he's been healthy. Um, you know,
4: Denver really did, they, they did a really good job of building a very deep spot around the region, you know, guys like Anthony uh, KCP, and Gordon.
25: You know, got some really good veterans as well, in know, uh, Peace Brown, who's an amazing role player, and
10: they've Green, you know, they got a really, really good spot, and, um, and most importantly, they were able to stay healthy. So, I, I mean, much better they, they, they had a
25: really
8: good season. Interesting.
0: Get gifts to make every Dad's Day at JCPenney. Now during our Father's Day sales, shop for pop and save an extra 20% off with coupon. Or hit up our weekend doorbusters and grab Dad St. John's Bay Polos, only 8 dollars each. Plus, cool games and gadgets starting at $5.99. Let's get Dad's Day ready. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select items through 618. Exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 615 through 618 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details.
8: Now, let me bring you back, Kofi Usu. I mean, let's talk about Miami Heat. They made it to the final, the likes of Jimmy Butler. These are all players that a lot of people were hoping they would turn up at the very least for them. What really went wrong for them in this final playoffs? Well, I think, to be very honest, the Miami Heat
37: were just overmatched. I think they made, they made a superior team. Um, Some would argue that they've beaten two superior teams in route to the finals, the Bucks and the Celtics. But I think that happened... Um, in part because of Jimmy Butler's greatness. Butler played at an extremely high level against the Bucks and against the Celtics. But to be honest, I think maybe he was injured. He just didn't have enough energy in the finals to give the kind of performance that would be needed to overcome a very great team like the Nuggets. So um, I I don't want to put too much blame because, again, it was an amazing run for the Heat to reach the finals in the first place. And the Nuggets were just the superior team. They have a better team, top to bottom. They have two superstars who play like superstars, and Butler just didn't have
8: enough energy to make it happen in the finals. Interesting. Now, I want us to talk about Nikola Djokic, but before we do that, here is a little wrap of his performance on that night, which he produced, you know, a lot of people describe it as the one who saved the Nuggets in, in that final. But here is a wrap of the highlights of Nikola Djokic, who ended up being MVP.
36: Drive by Murray allows Jokic to get
19: good position and then the soft hands and a little assistance
35: from Kevin Love. Robinson, Lowry, and of Isle. Luck is on the bench right now.
30: Jamal Murray sent to check back in. Oh, pumped away by Jokic. Picked up by Porter. Porter drives between the legs. Layup is good. Struggling to make our free throws.
36: But right now, the story of the game is the offensive rebound. 15
17: points. That was our best quarter. Martin the rebound. Throws it ahead to Butler. Stolen by Gordon. Inside, Jokic. Counted. Bruce Brown. Back to Jokic. Spins against Adebayo. Tough shot it away. Still knocks it down. Murray right, to Gordon.
8: Oh, point... Nikola Djokic, impressive performance there. He had something to say just briefly. Let's pick his thoughts after the game. And I'll come to you, Kofiolos and Actia, your final comment, particularly on Nikola Djokic.
35: It's good. I mean, it's good. Uh, we did a job. We did a job. Uh, uh, I think we played the best basketball uh in I'm a senior in in the in the in the postseason but I think we were there uh playing the best, best playing the best basketball. You know, today we didn't make shots but still we we defend and uh I think it's it's uh, it's uh, it's a great journey, like you said, uh, for the first pick. Uh, but to be honest, that doesn't matter. When you hear here, you're a player, and uh, they have a couple guys that uh, not even drafted, and they're still playing and contributing to, to them to win. So I don't think about the next year. I'm going to ask the coach to, to give me a couple, week, a couple weeks more off uh, so I can, I can be ready for the season. Uh, that's supposed to be a
8: joke, and you never laugh. <matter. laughs> Good job, guys. Um, yes, but, you know... Nikola Jokic there, you know, hoping he could get a few more weeks uh, break there. Chris, let me bring you in. What a phenomenal player we have witnessed in this NBA season. I mean, what's your impressions of Nikola Jokic this season?
25: No, look, he's been... He, I think I said that earlier that I think he is the best player in basketball right now. He's been the best player in basketball for about two years, um, two or three years now. Um yeah, I mean it's it's very rare that you have a man of his side that had the type of passing ability that he has, you know. And I mean, even outside of his passing, you know, he's extremely efficient, um he's extremely efficient. He has a good jump shot, um, excellent footwork, you know, rebounds the ball very well. I mean, and he's just, you know, the like he's the perfect floor general, you know, for any team. And I mean, he's been he's been amazing for about three years now and I think that's, you know, um, him finally uh, winning a championship and bringing you know a title to Denver for me is it's big for his legacy, right? So um, I do think that there's a discussion to be had about his place amongst you know the big men. When you mentioned the Kareem's and you mentioned the um, the
8: Russell's and you mentioned the Wilks, I feel like you should be in that discussion. That's for sure. Interesting, So uh, let me get your final thoughts. Uh, you know, Chris is talking about his place in some of the basketball legends. I mean, where do you think he places and whether you think he will be able to maintain this performance and help the Nuggets, hopefully, win their second trophy after 47 years? I'm sure by then it will be 48, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree with Chris.
37: He's, it was an unbelievable performance. Um, the kind of numbers he was putting up, when you check the records he breaks or ties, like the names like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Will Chamberlain, those are like great names that have crazy numbers. So for your to do this in the modern era, it just shows you how great he is. He has great touch, great finishing, amazing passing. He just controls the game completely on offense. And he's really changing the way basketball is being played. Like Chris said, for the last two or three years, he won two MVPs in the regular season. But in in the NBA culture nowadays, people put a lot of of weight on on winning a championship and winning a ring. So this really gives him the full resume. Nobody can say he hasn't done it in the playoffs. He had one of the best playoff performers of all time. So you can't say that he's only a regular season player. So I think this, this run will cement him already as one of the all-time great centers. And he's very young. And the, the core of the Denver Nuggets, that's Jamal Mary, Jokic, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. They're all within a, the same age range. So they have maybe five years left, six years left in their prime. So if they're able to keep this together, they have great chemistry already. I think they'll be a force to reckon with. And they have every chance of repeating and even being... Uh, a champion for the next three four years maybe not in a row but they will be at least in contention for the next three four years for sure
8: yes coffee thank you very much for your time and that's all we have for you on prime sports tonight with we're going to leave you with some updates on sports bye do have a lovely evening